is a mess and you're totally stressed out just call trend just call trend when your wife is cold as ice and you need some advice just call trend just call trend he'll shoot it straight and he won't say no he'll just give you that advice and say well there you go. Oh, hello. Welcome to another episode of There You Go with Trent Mabry. I, of course, am your host, Trent Mabry. Uh, how you guys doing? Are you guys doing all right? I'm doing well. Uh, I had an article and come out in the Nouveau. It's Indies, alternative newspaper since for, for 40 years, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'll put a link to that in the in the podcast description if you haven't read it yet. My coworkers have read it, and now they know I have a podcast, and uh, if you're listening to old episodes, just know I didn't mean you. Now, I, I think that's obvious that I, that I didn't mean you, and I also may have said I didn't like I was done with my job, but that's changed. I enjoy my job now as just the first few weeks of a new place. I don't like change, um, but I'm happy now. Not that it matters. I'll be moving to New York. Hopefully in January or sometime soon after. Depends on how the Civil War is going, the Second Civil War. As you know, I mentioned the Second Civil War last episode. I still believe it will happen. Probably the Wednesday after the second Tuesday in November. <laughs> um, so anyway, remember if you need advice, you can email me at advicefromtrent at gmail.com. That's advicefromtrent at gmail.com. Uh, we didn't get an email again this week, which is fine. I understand you guys can't send in gold every week. Maybe one email I've gotten has been gold. The rest is, yeah. But before we get into the letter to Dear Abby, um, let me read the. We got a new review, a written review. We got actually we got two ratings, both five stars, and one written review. And as always, if you write a review, I will read it on the air. This one says, surprise, you're my secret unknowing lover, great podcast, great voice, great Justin Bieber haircut, 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10, and then she has some star emojis. See, here's the thing, the, the, the other review that we got a couple weeks ago, it says, clever joke writer, impeccable timing with his delivery, and cute AF. See, here's the thing, ladies love me until they get to know me personally. Then they lose interest quickly. And, uh, I don't know. It's got to be something I'm doing. Um, so, you know, I, that's why I keep a distance. I try to keep a distance from everybody. <laughs> uh, just, just adore me from afar. Uh, so anyway, let's get into it. Remember, thanks for those. Um, if it seems like I'm rushing, I am, I have somewhere to be in about 20 minutes. So I waited too long. I took a nice nap after work. And uh, I waited too long to start recording. That's basically it. But here we go. We got a spooky... A spooky one. A spooky letter to Dear Abby. It is October. Spooktober, so they say. Halloween, the month of Halloween. Not that things can get any scarier than they already are. 
Um, but here we go. The title is Researching Family History Exposes Old Murder Charges. It reads, Dear Abby, while researching my family, I discovered that my now elderly mother was charged with the murder of a toddler 40 years ago, before I was born. She was never convicted and never mentioned it. However, after reading her testimony and things she said after the incident, I have no doubt she is guilty. This has me reeling because she has always been a great and loving mother. When she heard I was researching our family, she mentioned that I would find something unsavory and asked me to please not link it to it because it's in the past and she didn't want it to tarnish my image of her. I don't know how to feel or what to do. Signed, Shocked in the West. Well, here's why, this is why I'm against all the, like, genealogy and stuff. You don't need to know. You don't need to know all your family history. Well, it's all, anything that you don't know is going to be bad. So I would rather just be completely ignorant of anything that happened in the past regarding my family. Um... Or anyone I know. I just want to know them in the present. <laughs> um, and then maybe after they die, I don't know. I don't know. See, if I learned my mom was charged with murder, and you think I, I couldn't see my mom killing somebody. My dad, on the other hand, no. Uh, they're both good people. I don't think they could kill anybody. Um, my One time we had a neighbor. This was before I was born. Um, we had a neighbor... Uh, a family friend, kind of, but he was also the neighbor. Um, he was charged with killing his wife, murdered her. In his defense, he shot her. He, he shot her, shot his wife, killed her. And his defense was they were in an argument and he thought he was reaching for some pliers. He's going to point some pliers at her. But it was turned out to be a gun and he pulled the trigger of the pliers. Uh, what didn't hold up in court, he was, uh, uh, put in jail. I never met the guy, but that's a story that's been passed down from generation to generation. Now it's forever enshrined, uh, I don't think that's the right word, but, uh, in the podcast. Um, so I don't know, if you had a good relationship with your mom, she didn't kill you, you're still alive, you're dumb enough to write a letter to Dear Abby about it. Uh... So, you know, if if you here, this is the thing. Obviously, this person is a millennial. Because the millennials, they they're like all these woke people. They have no, it's they, they they there's no forgiveness. Once you're a bad person, you're a bad person forever. I don't subscribe to that. I think people can change. Um, people are complicated, you know. But the thing is, Twitter and everything has made everybody think it's all black and white. You're either a bad person or a good person. Most people are in between. They got some bad qualities. They got some good qualities. Um, now, murder would be on the far end of bad, probably. But you don't know what this toddler did. Maybe he was <laughs> running his mouth. Um, but I don't think you should let this tarnish your relationship with your mom, who's, uh, you say she's now elderly. Um, and that's the worst kind of elderly to be now elderly. But 
She told you not to look into it. Obviously, there was something you're going to find out that was bad. But that's... I get it. You can't help yourself. If somebody tells you not to do something, you're going to do it. You got to find out what the person did. Some unsavory thing that happened in the past, she says. Um, but I don't know. You can't let that tarnish. I would say talk to your mom. As long as she's not that elderly. As long as she can form a coherent sentence. You know, you don't want to cause her to have a heart attack if she's in that poor of health. Uh, but if she's healthy and lucid, I would say, hey, what, what's this story? I've already known now. I read what's in the newspaper, the lying New York Times. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that would be my advice. Talk to her. See what, see what she says. You can't just believe everything you read in the newspaper. Our great president, Donald Trump, has taught us that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is, this is, don't talk to dear Abby. What the fuck does she know? Anyway, that's my advice. Talk to your mom, see what's going on, but don't let it affect your relationship. You guys have had a good life together. She was always nice to you, and that's really all that matters. She didn't kill you. She didn't smother you with a pillow in your crib. So let's see what dear Abby has to say. She says, dear shocked. I love the when she replies with the what the what they signed off as, just the one word. Sometimes she'll pick the word in the middle, sometimes she'll pick the last word, the first word. Anyway, this says, Dear shocked. If your mother was charged with murder, either the charges were dropped or she was found innocent by a jury. You wrote that your mother was a great and loving mother. For that you should feel grateful because not all children are so fortunate. As you were. Yeah, not her first kid. <laughs> uh, I think it's time for you to take the opportunity to get her side of the story. Unless you have all the facts, the last thing you should do is judge her. Once again, dear Abby and I are on the same page. I'm sorry I threw her under the bus a couple of minutes ago. But yeah, that's all there is. I mean, you got to get her side of the story. She was nice to you. She didn't kill you. Either a jury of 12 of her peers found her innocent, or the cops arrested the wrong person, which I find that hard to believe. I believe the cops are infallible. Um, that does remind me of one of my favorite movies, though, 12 Angry Men. It's got a great cast, a lot of great character actors. The leading man, Henry Fonda. And then you got Jack Klugman, uh, Ed Bagley Sr., not Jr. Um, Jack Warden. All kinds of... Martin Balsam. All kinds of great people. If you haven't seen it, check it out. But it's uh, just... It all takes place... It was a play first. Then it was a movie directed by Sidney Lumet. Um, all takes place in the jury room where they make the decision, where they talk about the case. You don't see the court... You don't see uh, the lawyers or anything. You don't even know, really know what the what the what the case is about. But it's just them deliberating, and one guy thinks the guy is innocent. That's Henry Fonda. He thinks it's he's innocent. Um, you don't know really what what he's being charged with, uh, but everybody everybody's just raring to go, raring to get out of there. Convict this man. He's guilty. 
but that we've got one guy who stands up. It has to be obviously, you know, everybody knows this. It has to be unanimous to convict somebody. But one guy stands up. He says, "I don't think he's guilty." And then for the next ninety minutes, you see people slowly change their mind, um, and you got some holdouts. But it's uh, it sound it doesn't sound like an exciting movie, but it is. Uh, you're on the edge of your seat. It's it's, it's a very uh, great film, uh, black and white, really engrossing. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. That would be my real advice to the person who thinks her mother is a murderer. Watch the movie Twelve Angry Men, and then maybe you'll won't be so quick to judge on whether your mom is innocent. Or guilty. So there you go. That's my advice. I know it's a short one, but I actually have to leave in about five minutes. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. Hopefully, my new listeners, my coworkers, uh, anybody that read the article on Nuvo, I've been told it's the number one trending article on Nuvo. Um, so I'll link to it. Hopefully, we'll get it trending number one two weeks in a row. Um, it's a great article by uh, written by a guy named Seth Johnson, a very nice guy. Um, interviews a lot of comedians and does a lot of stories in the Nuvo. Um, nice guy. Highly recommend reading the Nuvo. I know they don't call it the Nuvo. I think they just call it Nuvo, but I like calling it the Nuvo. Um, so that's it. Thanks, everybody. Uh, remember, if you write a review, I will read it on the air. Thanks, everybody, for sharing the podcast. If you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, it's at Trent Mabry. Uh, M-A-B-R-Y. <laughs> it's on the fucking title of the thing. You should be able to know how to spell it. Um, you can follow podcasts on Twitter at There You Go Pod. And you can follow me on Instagram, Trent underscore Mabry. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram at There You Go Podcast. And you can like the Facebook page and all that shit. Um, please share. Uh, let's grow the podcast. I, I really enjoy doing it. Um, so that's it. That's the show. If you need advice, you can email me at advicefromtrent at gmail.com. That's advicefromtrent at gmail.com. As always, this is Trent Mabry signing off. Uh, bye-bye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Mercy. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you, pig. But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Mabry has left the building.